0: of the podcast we talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows this is isaac
1: and this is megan
0: and on this long-awaited episode which most of them are anyway yeah this is a um
1: kind of like more of an experience
0: no like i was gonna a say gathering mm, of- not oh. exactly i was gonna say sorry i said this is a believe it or not episode because this is based on our experiences. Granted, there are some actual experiences from others that we're going to talk about, but this is mostly our experiences uh, with this is our own experiences with, with uh, evil entities that we have been experiencing for the last three years. Me and Megan have been at this war for that that time period. I should have said that differently. That sounded weird, right? Yeah. I don't
1: know. No. Uh, so for the past three years, we've been helping people. Yes. Combat things that are negative. negative attachments, you know, oppression.
0: Um. No, but basically I was saying that in the three years that we've been doing this now, we've encountered many things of evil entities, especially um, taking them down and imprisoning them in my ring that I've talked about in Shadow Walkers 3 through 6 now. And that's why I said this is a kind of a believe it or not style episode. So you're either going to believe everything we're going to tell you Or at least the parts of what we have done. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Or you take this as information and nothing else more than that.
1: Or even to look more into it because...
0: But everything we tell you is stuff that we've experienced and we have no reason to lie. None. Because I don't care if you believe me or not. I don't need your belief in order for this to be true. Mm -hmm. So, what we're talking about today, amongst many of the specific creatures and types of demons we've encountered uh we talk uh, kind of about the the rare demon um rare to us anyway we call it the cheshire demon
1: yeah and a lot of this stuff you kind of i feel like demonology to well not demonology but like it's very cut and dry it's it's you know when it comes to demons you think of the typical like gargoyle looking things with the horns stuff like that but The more and more I've kind of dove into different religions, dove into demonology as a whole, and like angelic beings, higher beings, you know. And and to kind of go into this episode, you have to kind of believe in them to kind of believe in what we're saying. I I would think so.
0: The most important factor is that the demon is not a creature that is entirely isolated to Christianic faith. No. The daemon, which actually is the proper way to say it, Supposedly, um, or even the spell it like D A E M O E N something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. daemon, yeah, or <laughs> it's pronounced demon, but it's spelled daemon. It's strange. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it has existed long before Christianity ever claimed that it was part from them. Now, the high, the fallen angels who fell to Earth after the rebellion became the high-ranking generals amongst Hell or Pandemonium. If you listen to the, um, ever read uh, Paradise Lost, the creatures of demons were already here. They kind of, the fallen angels, became high-ranking, princes of hell, kind of took over since they had more power than any other creature in that realm. So that's where that came from, which still stands today, encountering the ones we've encountered anyway.
1: And I think an important thing to note, too, is that, you know, just like with angels, how you have, and higher beings, you have different types, right? It's not just the typical, like, angelic beings that you think you... Archangel Michael's, the archangels look different from the Nephilim. look different from the Seraphim. Look, you know, like there's all different types in different religions and, and stuff like that. And so not to mention deities and everything else. So I think just as there is higher level beings, there's lower level beings and there's different types. And I think that is one of the main preferences of this episode is that Negative attachments don't and demonic attachments don't look cut and dry. There's different entities that could attach that look different.
0: Now, yeah, think of the demons as essentially a, um, a military force. If you want to look at like ranking wise, you got your generals, you got your lieutenants, you got your majors, you got your um, foot soldiers, right? And they all have different rankings and who apply. Just because. Uh, so how do I say this? You said it perfectly when we were talking about before. Like, how uh, someone thinks it's not a demon in the room because it's not a high-ranking demon. Mm-hmm. It could be a lower-level one, right? Yeah, because that you don't think is high-ranking because oh, someone can't get possessed by a low-ranking one. Well, like you it must think be a about, person.
1: Yeah, well, you think about it. Like, you know, you hear it in the paranormal a lot of, you know, going back and forth between different teams and stuff. How. Because I've, I've seen it and I've heard it on different social medias of different paranormal teams saying that they're sick and tired of every place saying, oh my God, there's a demon. Oh my God, there's a demon, right? That every place can't have a demon. Well, I think there's different levels of demonic beings. So essentially, if you look up the definition of a demonic being, it's basically like a non-human entity that has excessive power that can influence a person right mm. and you know there's different definitions and some of them say that it's just more of a powerful thing on like the negative spectrum and that's how i would classify a demon now there's different levels just like i would think there's different levels of higher beings there's an angels and stuff like that like obviously the archangels there's different levels of demonic beings and not every demonic being Is going to be able to fully possess a person to you know what we see demonic possession as and so I think that there's like lower level demons that can influence people and imprint and and make you feel bad but like possession's not a thing so I do think that they're around more commonly than you know people want to think but I don't think every single one is like capable of possession. I mean, anything is capable of kind of possessing you if you let it in, but not as easy as if like I don't know, you know, obviously one of the higher ranking demons. Well, here's a per-
0: perfect you. um math for you. All right. We well, have done 22 home cases of oppression cases. 22 of them have been demonically uh charged. So every case we've done so far has had demons there. Right? I don't think one has ever been a person just bothering somebody.
1: Mm, no.
0: No. And we always come; they always come in threes. That's one thing we've noticed too. Every is a master and there's two servants. Now, those two servants are all, aren't all are always demons. No. Sometimes they're a different kind of spirits or a person that's kind of enslaved to the demon or like that. But there's always three. Always three negative entities together.
1: And if you notice, 3 is significant for the higher beings as well as the lower beings. Yeah.
0: So it is a mockery in a sense like that. And out of those 21 cases we've done, I have, at last recording, 73 demons in my ring. Uh, Confirmed, 73. 12 are high ranking, which I won't give those names out. Uh, But at 73 total confirmed, 12 high-ranking, and 21 cases we've done. So, there's more. It means every single case we've done out there has been that way. But also, we've encountered a lot more out there in the wild. But also, it means there's not as much as we think there are. But there is. Granted, we have really investigated outside of the state or even further outside the city. But I have pulled things through people's phones when they do lives, um, regardless of where they are, all the time. Not everything I pull is always a demon. Sometimes it, most times, a dark entity of certain places, a person. Because if you're an asshole in life, you're gonna be an asshole in death. But the demons that we've encountered, which I think we should talk about first now, because yeah. we kind of established what we're from. And like I said, if there's anyone who comes with authority on it, it's us. Because I just said that I have taken down seventy-three of them, twelve high-ranking, that are inside my ring. Like I said, whether you believe me or not. I don't care. It's what the matter. It is what it is. It's what I've seen, its what i have seen. is what Megan has seen. Though you don't like to look into the ring at all.
1: No, I don't. Because I mean,
0: every time I you just... every time you remotely kind of peek in, a hearing wise, you hear them. Witch, witch.
1: No, I don't. Let's not even get into the the fact <laughs> that of that. That's what they call you. I don't know why. I don't like. I'm not necessarily a practicer of anything i mean i use like natural kind of protection but i don't know who knows maybe it's a past life thing and i don't know
0: no but lighter note i think the funniest thing that's ever happened when you're listening to the ring is that one that was asking you for it to release you or release it and you said no and went,
1: <laughs> yeah no it looked like uh you know the salem's lot like vampire dude
0: I think I've seen that once, like, forever uh, it's ago. It's,
1: like, the bald guy. the typical, It's, like, a typical-looking vampire, like you would imagine. Mm. And he has, like, the really sharp, like, fang, two teeth in the front. Oh. And he, like, lurks in the shadows with his hands like that. And so I go by. And sometimes I do, like, because I automatically will tune in sometimes and I have to stop the channel. And one time I was just, like i don't know i was tuning i was cleaning by where he keeps the ring and i kept hearing like telepathically like uh hey hey, right i was like golly what is this right and so i started tuning into what it was and i didn't realize i was tuning into the ring and the scene was like let me out let me out and i was like almost like it reminded me of a this is not a funny way to describe it, but, you know, like Beetlejuice and he's trying to get them to say Beetlejuice three times and let him out. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like that. And it was saying, like, let me out, let me out. And I was like, no, uh, that's not a good idea. And then I stopped the channel. And before I could stop the channeling thing, it was like. <laughs> and
0: from that day on, I have carry the ring with me at all times. So there, I don't leave it here for it to bother you.
1: Yeah. It's not that I normally do. Like, that was like one time out of the... I think I've done that like two or three times, like accidentally channeled into it. But...
0: But a few things about the different kinds of demons before we talk about the Cheshire demon. The ones we've encountered, at least I have, and the ones we've seen, what they look like. Now, of course, I've seen the demon that looks like the Gargoyle, right? Mm -hmm. Megan has seen it as well. But the high-ranking ones that I have seen, the 12 that I have, all with names that you know all too well if you studied even a, a miniscule of demonology or spent some time in the paranormal, these 12 names you've heard about, we notice that there's designs in their skin, like mm-hmm. tattoos. And we notice that the more high-ranking these demons are, like the top generals, the more designs that are in their flesh. And it's almost like, I guess, like a, like a gang, right? The more people you killed, the more tattoos you get. Well, with them, it's like the higher ranking you are, the more designs you have in your flesh.
1: It looks like tattoos, but it doesn't even look like tattoos. It's more like branding. Yeah.
0: It's like branded in their skin carving, almost. And designs. And I can tell you exactly what designs look like. They're not like your typical like demonic depictions of symbols and stuff like that. But they are designs that look evil.
1: When you look at it, too, like, it's just ancient like you could yeah.
0: see like long before any language was written yeah
1: it's yeah. just ancient this is the only way that i kind of like describe at least seeing it from a psychic's perspective
0: but the high-ranking ones are also very human looking to some degree the 12 ranking high-ranking ones i have they're all different in size there's some that are giant like tower over me in size there's some that are equal height and granted i'm only 5 10 there's some that are smaller there's some demons that we've encountered that are like creepy little long armed, short legged, crawling on the ground type of people, like Schmeagle, like from Lord of the Rings, right? Like Gollum, them, right? Crawling on the ground like that. There's some that are massive giants. There's some actually that are like they're made of wood. There's some that, that we've encountered that uh some demonic creatures I've encountered, they're like bugs that fly around like giant roaches and insects. Mm-hmm.
1: Well that's crazy that you say that because uh there was there was when I first started investigating, I remember uh I would get these massive headaches like it's just like you, I could just tell it like it wasn't like medically induced like this was like energy like you know when you go into a place and just everything is like buzzing and there's a lot of people and you get like a, a little bit of an anxiety feeling like just too much energy. that's what it felt like when I first started diving into everything, and I remember you would, like, you know, go to pull off of me. That's the benefit of having you as a husband. Mm-hmm. Is uh well, not the only thing, but, like, you know what I'm saying. Yes. But you would pull what you would describe as leeches off of me in my mind forest. And I find it interesting because that's essentially what it felt like, is, like, energetic leeches. And so when you say about bugs and stuff like that it's kind of interesting
0: well the the two that i've encountered the most were, are like giant roaches like one that looked like a like a giant roach essentially <laughs> which is funny because one one time I, I told it i kill your kind for for uh, for for work all right because i do i'm exterminator <laughs> which i was like why the hell do you even think about coming here um, the second was the, the one that had red energy that was moving very fast, that I absorbed its red lightning into my tendrils, which now I have as one of my extra abilities, which I talked about in Shadow Walker Part 6, um, along with the other elemental abilities I have absorbed. Yeah. If you're like, what the hell is he talking about? Shadow Walker Part 6. And yeah, work your way backwards. the
1: first episode. It's a little...
0: I know. You're like, what? As I said, <laughs> leave it or not. But yeah, Shadow Walker 1 through 5, 1 through 6, sorry. Go back and listen to to get a good grasp but no like I said demons look like bugs and then some yes some have horns some don't uh the first I ever took down the first high-ranking demon I ever took down he didn't have any horns and mind you what they all look like they're all made of shadow it's like they're made of shadow ash and smoke like their skin is black but not like human black it's almost like if you took coal and molded into a man and took that that as like their skin it's like coal Black ash its almost like their skin. It's not smooth. It doesn't look silky or anything like that. It doesn't look like human skin. It looks like it's made of cold and ash. And that's what the designs are almost like carved in, like if I had a stone. The first I took down, he didn't have any horns. He was just like a shadow figure, right? But what was interesting is that he had an inverted pentagram almost branded on his chest. No other designs. No other d- d- destinations on his flesh. That was it. His eyes were black. Everything was just black. Some of the other high ranking, yes, they have multiple horns. Some of them don't. But these are the ones you've encountered. And like we said, uh, they all come in different shapes and sizes. One was a giant snake. Yeah. That was the interesting one. It was like a giant snake, which you'd think all demons would be some kind of form of a snake, because the whole, you know, slithering and whispering in ears and stuff like that. No, this one was. But the all most of them are humanoid looking. But yes, I've encountered many different kinds.
1: And I think interesting enough to also point out because I'm going to talk about some entities that I've seen that have uh that are more human-like that aren't necessarily like you know we talk about like the demonic the typical one and then the uh like the snake and the 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 bugs and stuff like that looking things but I noticed with a lot of the demonic beings too there's always like a hag-like lady lurking around like not all the time but i've seen i think more than demonic i've seen hags
0: seven six or seven i've seen that are servants to a main ranking demon
1: and it's i guess i could talk about that so like we were so i know i've talked about her on here multiple times but a really good friend jess and we she actually heard about or we came in contact with each other because of the podcast. She is from North Carolina, you know, lives in North Carolina, and she listened to our podcast very early on. She had a lot of the same experience, and we started connecting, and then, you know, we hit right off the bat, and we became, like, best friends, and I talked to her every day almost, um, even to this day. And we basically went through a spiritual awakening together, like with our abilities. We had a lot of the same backgrounds and for a while in the very, very beginning we would see in our dreams. um, And I think too, like sometimes you see these creatures like in the astral plane in your dreams. And some people will say, Oh, well that's just like a manifestation of the dream world. Nah, not the way it made me feel anyways. But there was this one we would have it random it would be random dreams of this lady and very hag like almost like uh is it insidious what are you thinking about the that has that like weird like lady that hag lady in it is it insidious it's not the conjuring i don't think so no yeah it is insidious
0: Anytime I think Insidious, I think the, the, the red-faced demon thing.
1: Yeah, which we've seen things that look like that as well. Yep. No, I think it is Insidious. That, cause she, the the
0: You're talking about the one that was underneath the veil?
1: Yeah, yeah, oh. that lady. So oh. she kind of looks like that, but different. But anyways, so for a couple months, we were having these dreams on and off. Like she would have it one week, a couple weeks would pass, I would have it. And my particular dream was... This lady, we were in like a hotel. Me and Isaac were in this dream, and we were in this hotel, and we were with Jess, ironically. And I've had issues when I was a kid of seeing like hag, hag creature type lady people. Like when I was a kid, seeing it, but um, when I started like protecting, I really didn't like protecting myself more. I didn't, I didn't see it that much until the dreams, and um, we were in this like hotel in the dream. And for some reason, Jess is outside. Isaac went to go tell like the main keeper of the the hotel because it was like outside hotels, like different like villa areas. So you went to say we were staying another night and I was walking down the hallway and it seemed like it started going further. And it was I go back and I thought I heard somebody come in. So I turn around and I start walking back towards the front of the like villa cabin type thing right and in this room the doors cracked open and I see this woman rocking on a rocking chair and I see like the reflection of a tv it literally looks like an old lady and I was like okay this is weird and I almost see like the hallway like elongating and it doesn't seem like I'm in the villa anymore I'm just like in this hallway and so I keep hearing the e, right? And it literally looks like something from a horror movie. And I'm, I, my astral self just starts walking further down the hall to this room. And I can see the reflection of the TV, like an old static TV, like on the reflection. And I see she's brushing, like hair of a doll, like a doll porcelain doll, like the hair of a porcelain doll.
0: That's a scene from Annabelle. No, that not. That's a scene from Annabelle where animal turns her head around the doll.
1: No, no. See, this is different.
0: Yeah, but it, it reminds me of the scene from Annabelle.
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing. I've never seen...
0: Yeah, I know. That's the weirder part. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never watched... I think I watched the first Conjuring. Was that with Annabelle? No. I've seen the first Conjuring and the she most She had a recent... small part in it. But I never actually saw, like, the Annabelle movie. No. No. I never saw... Yeah. Anyways. So... I continue walking, and because for a while, we were, me and Jess both were having dreams about these dolls with no eyes, right, and I start walking towards it, and this lady turns around, and she's not, like, in a veil, she's, like, in a nightgown, nightgown, like, her hair is, like, crazy, um, and she's got, like, green, like, uh, looks like mildew, but, like, how a person gets mildew on their mouth. I don't know. It's like green stuff coming out. Mm. And it looks like just a possessed old lady. And she's brushing a porcelain doll with no ice. It's just a porcelain doll, but it has no eyes. And I have seen this lady random times. And the way she sounds... I don't know if anybody has... You know, if this is your first episode, then you probably haven't heard me told this story. But if you have listened to prior episodes, you probably know the story because I repeat it all the time. But I had a dream when I first started even doing the podcast where, make a long story short, I was throwing a party. I thought this lady was my grandmother. She wasn't my, well, she looked like my grandmother, but for some reason I bit her finger in the dream when I bit her finger. And I said like, you're not my grandmother. It, her jaw dropped and her face turned demonic and she screamed, I will slay you. And it was so loud that I actually like woke up in real life. And I, it was like, I could hear it in the room, but it was that same vocal tone as and I've seen multiple times in like visions and stuff of this lady and she looks slightly different every time, but, but yeah, so I don't know who she is or like what she's connected to.
0: Or who she was might've taken her down already,
1: but that's the thing is like, too, I don't know what it is. Like these hag things always with the eyes and there's always weird stuff with mm. the eyes. I don't know what, why.
0: But, Eyes are windows to the soul. Yeah. If but, you have no soul, you're eyeless.
1: I don't know. I remember I, I remember tuning into um. Someone's house that we helped one time, and I remember seeing like black tar on the ceiling, and a like old eighteen hundred style, clothed lady, with a bun. Roaming the house, like, fast. Right? Like, like talking like she was crazy.
0: That's not something, though. Some of the scary shit I see in the ring, right? I'm not intimidated or fearful of because I have power in there. Mm -hmm. But the shit you see when you're uh, remote viewing to locations, yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) You see that as it is in real life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember it was, like, it was... She was wearing a purple dress, and it had, like, weird designs in it. And uh, she was, like, running all over the place. But, like, I couldn't see her. And then when I, like, focused, she turned around. She, like, slammed her hands on the, like, counter in their house. And turned around. And she just black sockets. There's no... It wasn't her eyes were black. It was no eyes. Hmm. So, as much as, like, we come in contact with demonic beings, like, in the that sense, like, you're talking about... For some reason, I am always dealing with, like, hag things.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's The hag things I've encountered, though, are witches. The spirits of ones, anyway. they the committed evil in their death before they died. And seven we've encountered so far out in the field, taking them down. Because 73 is a big number to have for only doing this for three years. Yeah. But then again, we've had a lot of home cases, a lot of things, a lot of investigations. Taking them down... I've taken enough down through people's phones, pulling through the whole, if you study any kind of physics and stuff like that, the fourth dimensional space, essentially folding space through the phone, pulling through it. Anyway, um, through people's lives and stuff like that, that I've taken stuff from. Or other people doing investigations that have had me pull stuff from that place. But like I said, we've encountered a lot and we've noticed that there's, there's always it seems to be a, a factor of why they are at certain locations or why are they oppressing somebody because they're absorbing negative emotion. It's like a drug to them. Negative emotions that that humans give off is like a drug to them. They feed on it. And once you want to take that away from them, they get violent. Hence why anytime a healer or a shaman or a priest or even me come into the room they get violent Mm -hmm. luckily the difference between me and all of those doesn't last very long yeah but everyone else it will take time it will take prayers it will take incense it will take a good amount of hours weeks even years even years yeah
1: to weaken it
0: but that's where I differ with only 30 minutes so far as my record clearing the entire house not to brag and boast but that's just a matter of fact but like I said in that short period of time they haven't had a chance to do anything had a chance to attack, scratch, or harm anyone. But in other cases, all other cases, uh, they do. They get violent and they get angry. They move shit, they bang shit, they scratch people. The person who's being oppressed or suddenly acts like they are possessed, or if they're already possessed, they go into full possession mode. Because now they realize this person's here to remove me, I'm going to do whatever I can to scare them away or fight back. So in such cases like that, a positive mind, a positive mindset, luxury pushes them back. Unless the other cases... And one of the other other reasons, they want you for a specific reason. We find that psychics and mediums get targeted a lot because of their abilities to the other side. Which I think is a perfect segue into one of our first cases. Yes. Right? Which and does include our first encounter with the Cheshire Demon. Now, the reason why we pick the Cheshire Demon, I have all the demons we've encountered... Of all the high-ranking ones, of all the the, the evil ones, of all the ones you've encountered, all the creatures, of all the different things, what's specific about this one is the way it looks. Majority of demons' faces have no expressions. They have eyes. They have a mouth, right? Sometimes their face looks angry. Sometimes it's yelling. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes they speak words something like that. But no, they always seem the same, blank-faced, emotionless kind of face, all, every single time. For the exception, though, of the Cheshire demon. Now. The Cheshire Demon, as we classify it, now it's been so supposedly. There's other legends. There's something called the Grinner,
1: which is more of like I don't know. It's like an urban legend that they think they still don't know if it's like an entity or if it's a alien type Men in Black situation. There's different stories of of those because like the encounter with. Uh, the Grinner essentially is like an urban legend. Like you'll be walking or whatever and you see this man. And I think he gives in some of the situations we'll give the name Ingrid cold, Cole or cold. And it's more of like, almost like a men in black situation, black eyed Mm. kids like that kind of urban legend. But there's been people that have seen entities that the only way they could describe it is like a shadow thing that looks like the face, not like the cat face, but like the the way the mouth is, like the Cheshire cat.
0: Which was the first thing that came to my mind when I first saw one. Now, what classifies a Cheshire demon as a Cheshire demon is a demon, but has a giant grin on its face. It's very animated, very cartoon-like almost. They're reminding me of the Cheshire cat from Alice in Wonderland. That's the first thing I saw. First thing I thought of when I first saw it.
1: And I think it's interesting because I think it even moves like
0: the first one. Yeah, yeah. Because the first one we ever encountered was with uh, our old friend Barry Rick, the man with two first names. (laughs) Uh, He was our first home case we ever done. First chance I ever had to help someone who listened to the podcast, who reached out for help. I was able to pull through his phone, pull something from his location to ours, imprison it. And found out he had a lot more shit than we even thought about. But the Cheshire Demon was one thing we encountered because it was a black mass of a cloud, undulating in the corner of his living room. But in the middle of this black mass, uh, like a cloud, was a giant. It was two eyes that were very red, and a giant Cheshire smile grin within it. And I was like, "What the fuck am I look?" I was like, "What am I looking at?" Right? Which the first thought that came to my head is the Cheshire Demon like it's a Cheshire cat it's a demon or something like that right and I was able to pull the energy from and imprison it and stuff like that along with Barry's story which if you want to hear his story there's actually one of our old, uh, earliest testimony episodes actually the first mm-hmm. Barry's story which I encourage him to go listen to because he had a lot of stuff going on in his home but the whole reason that even encountered a bother with him was because of his torment was his torment that's all they wanted from him they want to possess him they just want to torment him but the Cheshire team was one thing that was there, along with two other things. Second one, for the life of me, I can't remember where we encountered it, but was a man, right? That looked like he was from the Victorian era. Suits, long tail suit, vest, pants, top hat. Bryce. Was it Bryce?
1: I think it was Bryce.
0: That I encountered the second one?
1: I think so. Bryce, if you're listening, I think. <laughs> i think it was you i think it was you i think it yeah but
0: yeah this one i encountered had a top hat had a suit all black like a shadow figure right his eyes were black but its grin on its face was big bigger than its face like i said very animated very cartoon like a giant grin on its face and those are the two that we've encountered the most or sorry the two that we will i've we've only encountered
1: yeah and i think it's interesting um and that's why that smile movie not a good movie it could have been done completely different and, and been a really good movie horror movie but i think that's what got me very like okay what the demon that possesses makes them smile yeah and i think it's the uneasiness You know, like it's not even a smile. It's a grin. It's just the uneasy like, you know, you assume accumulate someone that smiles as being like happy and joyous and all that stuff. But when you see it and it's something so dark and it instills fear in you it just makes you screw with your head like kind of like when you hear like happy music when there's like a horror scene or something like that and you're like whoa this completely throws me off because it's a happy song and yet there's bad you know like bad scary stuff happening yeah and so i think it's the same thing because the last thing you know if you see like a demonic thing and you and you see it kind of like or like a bad shadow figure or something like that and it kind of like is, is monotone or even just angry, you kind of expect it because that's what you're feeling. But when you see something and it's just this like grin, and you're just like, it almost causes like a weird thing in your brain, like a glitch, like, wait, what, why, what? You know? There's a
0: very sinister look, it's a very, like, um, very trickster kind of thing, yeah, yeah, and. Like I said, every demon that I've come across, every demon I've taken down, there's always anger and rage behind their actions, even in their facial expressions. They're not happy. They're not trying to play me. They're not trying to actually, a lot of them are trying to start a fight. But when I encountered a Cheshire demon, it's a whole different thing. It's They're, they're smiling at me. Like what creature smiles at its enemy? Right? To create a, a sense. A complete psychopath. Exactly. And actually, you know what? I want to qualify. There might be a third by technicality. And I say that because the third, uh, that if you want to classify this as, uh, was actually in someone's mind forest. My good friend Ashley. Well, you have to get her in for a testimony episode. Yeah, yeah. She's um,
1: listening. Hey, Ashley.
0: <laughs> in her mind forest, that was very um, dense, the forest, mm-hmm. the woodage, anyway. There was, when I finally made it through the foliage, the, f- the forest, and it found the um, kind of hut design built in the middle. There was something running around in there that was like, hey, 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 and they were going to catch me. Hey, like a Joker. Mm-hmm. Right? And even when I grabbed it and I looked at it, it was like a jester. It dressed like a jester. It had a grin on its face that reminded me of like the Joker, like Batman the Joker. That over cartooned design in its face, like a jester. Well, it dressed like a jester, had a face like the Joker. Let's say that. Um, so very clown esque. Uh, but. If you want to classify it as a third, possibly you've encountered, yeah. but it's the same thing. It's like an evil entity that's all based on trickery and like a psychopath,
1: almost like chaotic. Trickery. Yeah, like it's it's,
0: which annoys like me more it... than anything because I'm used to fighting things that are like rageful and angry and like yeah coming at me like I want to like be, like destroy you. Those are very easy to combat because it's one emotion. But the trickster ones, the ones that are like laughing and like like uh, they smiling at you, those are the ones. You gotta technically worry about because they have a very psychopathic style mind.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I when I was looking up, obviously, I know about the Grinning Man urban legend, but like I said, that was again people don't really know if it's an entity or if it's a almost like Men in Black, Black Eyed Kids, like that type of thing. But so I went to the forums.
0: Anyways. You find some story.
1: Um. So there wasn't like actual stories. It was just kind of people describing it. Mm. And kind of like where they saw it. But there was people just like, you know, people will say they saw the Hat Man or Shadow Figure or something like that. Said they have seen, some of it's been like the first case where it was kind of like almost like an amoeba looking cloud thing where there was really no definite shape. It was just you could tell it was something with eyes and a mouth and it was a grin. And I thought that that we coined kind of the idea of it being a Cheshire Cat. Right, Cheshire Cat demon or whatever, Cheshire grin, whatever you want to call it. Cheshire demon. Yeah, and I don't like that was something like we just like came up with, but no, that is exactly how they were describing it. There, you know, there was like different questions. Has anybody ever experienced a Cheshire cat like type entity that is dark and like you know anything else when it comes to like dark shadow figures, seeing like the Hat Man any kind of hag or even low-level demonic beings it was it was that it would arrive and which i found interesting is a lot of people had sleep paralysis while this thing was around Mm. which i found that to be very interesting so it's i would say it's more like a hag a lot of imprinting can happen in terms of uh, making you feel a certain way, making you feel like low, making you feel like upset, depressed, like I feel like that come from it. Uh, sleep paralysis. Like I said, some people said it was like humanoid shaped. Some people said it was more like just like a cloud, like how the first encounter was. Uneasiness, not being able to move, like that kind of thing. You know, obviously being terrified. And it was all ages that said this. There was... Uh, this one lady, she started digging into it because she said, like, she was seeing it all her life and it was specific points and it would be accompanied by, like, months of sleep paralysis and then it would stop, come back, stop, come back, stop. And it was, like, random, random moments in her life. And she, you know, obviously there's not a lot out there about it, um, except for people's experiences. Uh, so... Hmm. Ew. I don't know why that came out of Whisper. <laughs> yeah. Ew. It's kind of interesting because I notice a lot of the time with the higher level demonic beings, there's always, like you said, the minions. And sometimes there's the hag, there's shadow people, there's things like that. And I think it's interesting. I don't know. I just think, I think it's interesting because that thing is such an uneasy. It's, it's just uneasy. It's chaotic, like you said. Just, And it's interesting because this is the thing is... I have had somebody that was oppressed by like an actual like higher up level demonic being. Like it wasn't just like a shadow thing. It was, it was, it was pretty up there. And, uh, he, I believe, was actually calling it back to himself. Like he was calling the things to him. And this was something they called, you know, to attach to him. But when I'm around somebody that is very, very much oppressed, like it's not, it's, it's not possession, but it's, it's getting there. It's chaotic energy. Like I feel chaoticness around them, but the thing that's attached isn't chaotic. And I find that interesting. And then when you, when I tune into people that have like this around their house, it's also very chaotic. So I find it interesting that it's, I feel like obviously, and it's written down multiple different spots, but definitely I feel like the negative beings that are on the negative side of the spectrum do have very chaotic energy. Like, it almost feels like spinning.
0: What's the opposite of order?
1: Chaos, yeah. Yes. Yeah, makes
0: sense. Hence why I am their enemy, because they call me the order keeper.
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting when you start getting called things by the spirits.
0: Well, I have six names. Yeah, like they
1: used to. I don't. They used to call Mike, that was part of our team, the priest all the time, and I always thought that was interesting.
0: They call you the witch.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: (laughs) And I'm the order keeper.
1: Like I said, I you know, I I don't practice. So, I mean, I do like stuff with my abilities, but like I don't actively practice. So, I don't know why. Unless there's something with like a past life thing with that, I don't know. But who knows?
0: I don't know if we ever go to an episode on that with what what things they call us, what we've been called. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. I think, though, it would be interesting. We need to do a pa- another past life episode because there's a lot more of past lives that I've learned about and experienced. As have I. Yeah, so I think that one, but. Yeah like I said this is more of like our experience and I think going into 2024 we're gonna have a lot more episodes that kind of because we've been investigating for a bit now and kind of have gone out there and experienced some of these things and that's kind of where we started the whole podcast for was to get our experiences out there and to also connect with other people and share their experiences and I think going having some sort of information out there about the unknown like different things that you experience about the unknown that's not necessarily written down because like i said other than the grinning man urban legend there's not much about seeing an entity that looks like the cheshire cat that i've you said you look for podcasts about it and you haven't you didn't find any
0: well i found someone on smiling demon but they're talking about the movie yeah (laughs) yeah but nothing no nothing particularly on like i put cheshire demon i put grinner there's nothing,
1: and you could see just from that movie how uneasy it is when you see somebody that is possessed that smiles, and I find that interesting too because even in possession, one of the things that I've seen in possession footage is they make them like do that weird smile,
0: mm.
1: which I think it's just to cause
0: uneasy feelings, uneasy like funky
1: yeah. feeling, so. think that wraps us up yeah yeah but that's like some of the things that we've seen and i'm sure there's like more out there but just to give you an idea because i know there's a lot of people out there that probably have seen some of the similar things whether they've had sleep paralysis issues or they've had dreams that have not been pleasant or even seen stuff in their home that looked like oh another thing that i didn't so it's not it's not a demon but i don't know have you ever seen shadow animals like the cat that i wouldn't call it a cat that's the thing that popped up is uh like shadow things that resemble a cat someone said something about it literally looked like a pig running it's kind of interesting and i've seen the cat and that's why i brought that up
0: i I wouldn't call it a cat i would call it a, a mass blob in the shape size of a cat no tail but blacker than black i'm talking like manta black yeah. Right? Or Vanta Black. Right? The black is a black. And sharp pointed design. The best way I can describe it is have you ever seen Attack the Block? Mm-hmm. You haven't? No, I don't know. One what of that John Boyega's is. first ever films he ever did.
1: Sad thought it was a thing.
0: <laughs> no, it was a movie called Attack the Block. It's a British made film. Anyway, the whole premise of it some 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 kids on the streets, right? Blah, blah, blah. They have to get their block is attacked by aliens. These black, like Vanta Black alien creature dog things. They have weird shape, geometrical shape to their fur. It's almost pointy and spiky. Anyway, that's what it looked like. Ran out. I came out of the bathroom, ran between my legs, didn't feel it though, In from the bathroom where I was, in the hallway, into this room.
1: And see, and I saw it.
0: Second time was in the library.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. where I saw it. It was coming right from where the the said portal was.
0: Yeah. So... I don't know how it classifies what we're talking about. Yeah,
1: no, no, because it's like a, an odd thing. It's not obviously not a demonic being. I don't think. No, I mean technically, if you go by classifications,
0: I hand there, well first time my hand I didn't have my ability. Second time uh, it wasn't as strong as it is now. So. I wouldn't even give you a good testament. Plus, it moved really fast. It got it. Yeah. It disappeared very quickly. So I didn't even get. A yeah, chance literally.
1: I mean, to me, it literally resembles like the motion of a cat. Yeah, creepiness. I don't
0: know. <laughs> Life we live. Yeah. We have some announcements.
1: Yeah. So,
0: or at least announcement that we're going to be advertising uh, every single episode, come till the day of. Yeah. Which is, we are going to do. A live podcast from a
1: restaurant sauce arcade
0: yes called pizza bones
1: pizza home located
0: here in jacksonville north carolina yeah so if you're actually fans of the show or care to meet us in person either yeah. one or just want to hear a live podcast because you heard this and like, oh, i want to see what the guys sound like live you can come to this it's gonna be four hours a yeah, <laughs> it's Russell, four
1: hours, but it's a, it's a regular WrestleMania. Yeah, no, it's uh, we're gonna be covering almost like every hour a different subject, and at the end there's gonna be like a meet and greet, come up and ask questions. Well, no, can...
0: first hour is an episode. Second hour is us discussing haunted locations in Jacksonville. Third hour is Q and A. So if everything you ever wanted to ask us about anything we've encountered or anything around the paranormal, we want to know our opinion on, you can ask mm-hmm. us. And fourth, obviously, it's just a meet and greet where um. If you want to buy some merch from us, uh, you know, talk to us in a more personal setting. Maybe you have something you want to tell us, like, "Hey, I need a case." As it like, can you pull my mind for us real quick? <laughs> Stuff like that, right?
1: Oh my god, just start pulling people's minds. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do a few.
0: I, I can see myself doing it. I already thought about like, "Fuck, some people going to ask me to pull their mind for us." Really. <laughs> hey, can you
1: pull my mind for
0: us? <laughs> Hold still. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're gonna do this whole big event thing uh, at Pizza Bones. I think it's from six to ten, right?
1: I think the time is on Valentine's Day, and they do yeah, they take reservations. We're still like everything is is pretty much set in stone. It's just I believe the time is still they're still working that out. Yeah, um, but
0: for far as we know, they told us last four. it's from six to ten on Valentine's Day, it's February fourteenth next year. Uh, so if you're not doing anything for Valentine's Day, if it's a single awareness day for you,
1: oh my god,
0: are <laughs> you aware that you're single on that day? Yeah. Um, Or you and your sniffing other want to go watch us talk about spooky shit. You can do that as well.
1: Yeah. And we'll definitely, because um, we are we are doing merch in 2024. We're doing a lot of different things. But uh, we will have merch, and then you can buy it in, in person if, yeah. Yeah. You come? Yeah. We'll have a bunch of cool different things, especially for that event.
0: Yeah. So. I'll be surprised if anyone from outside our. You city, never know.
1: You never know. I'm not
0: not doubting that anyone would ever come, but if you are dedicated enough to travel, you know, say from another know. country. Like oh my god! Serious...
1: Okay, another country. That's excessive. <laughs> um. They flew all
0: the way from Norway to be here.
1: Um, well, that would be cool. I would probably give him or her free merchandise, free <laughs> merch. Yeah, like any shirt, any like beanie, any sticker you want. Have at it.
0: If you're coming that far from Norway, please bring me a stone from USAPA. Oh my
1: god, <laughs> <laughs> that's so random. I mean, you can go. Uh, but yeah, so this is definitely new territory for us, which is it's cool and and that's our goals and stuff like that for 2024. Is definitely breaking new territory and doing new things that might get us out of our comfort zone.
0: But yes, so this is actually a live show that we you can actually meet us and see us in person. Yeah, Which you have never done that? before.
1: Yeah, who knows? This might actually be a thing that we continue on. Yeah. Um and there is gonna be like some crowd interaction, so Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I look forward to that February fourteenth. We'll keep talking about it. The more it gets set and stone, the more details we'll have. So yeah, six to ten, February fourteenth. I don't know if you have to pay to watch. Right? Like and you, admi- ad- you know, there's no admission, right?
1: Mm mm. No, I don't no think so. it's just like an added thing if you go there and you eat dinner, obviously. Yeah. It's like an added thing. It's like any other live show at
0: um Pizza Bones. Beats Bones. Yes. Yeah.
1: And there's an arcade and the, I think that's cool.
0: Yeah. So if you wanna, you know, throw some skeet balls while they hearing some scary shit, you can.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, they are taking reservations. Uh we're gonna make a post here soon, um, probably for the new year, on like all the details. So we're just waiting to get some, you know, final things set in stone from Pizza Bones and we will be good to go.
0: No haunted updates? No. 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 We so you tested yet. out some new abilities?
1: Yeah, we tested out some new things. We'll probably do a, like, more of like a haunted update kind of thing going for 2024. Um, sometime in the beginning of the year, we're also going to be doing another Haunted Camp Lejeune episode. So it might be kind of weaved into that. So look
0: forward to that. Speaking yeah. of which, what is our next episode about?
1: So our next episode about so <laughs> yeah. um but our next episode which will be released probably the week of Christmas is about snowstorm anomalies. Yes. Meaning um some urban legends because there is some crazy urban legends that are surround snow and like snowy places. Because there's actually I think in Japan there is a snow demon. Which I thought that was interesting, urban legend type thing. And then we're also kind of touch on the idea: could weather affect paranormal activity? I think that's interesting because mm-hmm. we're in kind of winter area. We're on in coast. We no, we're that. not. I don't know why <laughs> I said it like that. We're in, we're in the wintry time of the year, and we've covered cr- Krampus before. Krampus, Krampus, Krampus before. So we thought we would still try and get like a festive theme going so we pick snowstorms yes snowstorms snow anomalies (laughs) it's late yeah
0: anyway so yeah look forward to that next week along with uh future bonus episodes coming next year as well teasing possible uh new music coming next year as well so look forward to a lot of new things
1: adjusting our themes
0: in the new year yeah which we'll probably talk about more next episode as well. But as always, guys, you can catch our social medias at Hidden in the Shadows podcast on Instagram, hidden in the Hidden in the Shaw Six on X or uh, hidden in the sh- yeah Hidden the Shaw Six on X. Hidden in the Shadows podcast. What? I don't know My the TikTok. Everyday. every day? I mean, not every the, day. You take your TikTok.
1: Okay, uh, TikTok is at Hidden in the Shaw Podcast. No.
0: Hidden in the Shadows podcast Oh my
1: god, I'm wrong too. At Hidden in the Shadows podcast too. Alright.
0: or links to all our social media and all ways...
1: Dang! Sorry. i that outro.
0: Anyway. or links to all our social media and all ways can listen to us at Hidden in the Shadows Also, if you're dealing with any paranormal, um, need help with any evil removal, and, and demonic removal, or evil entity removal, don't feel... Do not hesitate to message us. Either do Hidden Shadows podcast or our paranormal team, Hidden Shadows Paranormal, which you can follow that on Instagram as well. But yes, message us. Maybe you need advice on something or you just need your mind voice cleared. I do that as well. But as always, we'll catch your widows in the next one.
1: Yeah.